This is Rob Scott, and you're listening to Fundamental Shift. Stillness in motion. How to achieve when stillness seems to oppose things like goals and the future and accomplishment. Um, this is a really interesting talk, and a lot of people that I talk to have wanted to hear this talk. They wanted to hear me get into, you know, how's that work? Uh, isn't stillness just sitting on a chair and being quiet and all that when I've sort of advertised in the past that, um, you know, stillness can help you achieve and do things better out in the world? Um, so what's that all about? It seems to be in conflict. Um, today's talk is going to be all about stillness in motion. And uh, before I get started, I just want to say that everyone's interest in that concerns me a little bit because it seems that people don't really want to go understand stillness as much as they'd like to learn about achieving. And so as soon as I say, no, 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 stillness helps you achieve, they're like, what? Like, how do I do that? Right? And we're all ready to pay attention to the accomplishment part without really working uh, too hard on the stillness part. So just something to point out and keep in mind that it's interesting what piques our interest and what we uh, tend to care about. So there's that. What I'd like to accomplish in this talk is basically that there can be stillness in motion. I also want to address that the, the seeming paradox between uh, stillness and achievement and yes, there is one there, and yes, that is contradictory, and I'm not denying that, but at the same time, uh, there are different levels of things going on, so uh, I want to talk about that. Um, I also want to point out that stillness does allow us to perform at our peak levels, that absolutely stillness is a way to achieve better, and I, you know, the last thing I want to do is put a carrot out there and, and have people chasing it, but it's truly important to understand that if we do want to live a life that's deeper, better, uh, richer, um, and be judged better, you know, if we want to perform better in sports, if we want to start losing weight, if we want to uh, do these different things, bringing stillness to all those activities actually helps the quality of, of what our output is. So paradoxically, actually not paying attention to the output is how we bring stillness to it. But uh, still, our, our performance is enhanced when we can figure out how to behave from a place of stillness. So uh, that's what I'm trying to achieve in today's talk. So what's all this talk about stillness? What is stillness? Um, you know, true deep stillness is a mind that is free of time. It is a quiet mind. It is not thinking. Um, it's where sort of the space opens up and joy can kind of uh, pour into the situation. And it's really the expression of meditation. It's the expression of, um, you know, practicing meditation and, and sort of what the goal of meditation would be is to sort of quiet the mind and to bring stillness. And anybody who's sort of gotten to that understands that that's a really high quality state of being, that it's, um, you've sort of realized what your thoughts are, you've become aware, and, you, and you're sort of sitting in a state of awareness, and it's a very beautiful place to be. So with that in mind, why isn't that all we're trying to achieve? Why don't we all just go sit on a mountain and be done? You know, and why would I sit here and say that goals are, are, are okay? Um, doesn't that contradict, you know, free of time? Don't goals imply time? Um, literally, yes, they do. They absolutely do. 
But I want to point out that the practicality of life still exists. We still need to eat. We still need to walk around. We still, uh, you know, have jobs and, and, and do certain things. And along those lines, do we just go and sit and, say, meditate and learn about stillness there and then allow our busy mind to continue through the day? It's not really it's not really what we're going for. We're going for a consistency of sort of bringing a quality of being awake to everything that we do. And I shouldn't just jump and make that assumption, but as you learn what stillness is, you'll see the point of that. You'll see that uh, that is how we'd like to behave because we're happier when we're still and we're in a more awake, peaceful state when we're still. So I, I want to point out that having intentions is different from having an obsessed, goal-oriented mind. So... You know, sitting, I would like to make dinner for myself is a, is a you know, wonderful way to approach the evening rather than, i got to make dinner right now, I can't believe it. So those two qualities are not the same thing. They might both be goals, but one is, you know, a controlled, understanding, sort of sane goal, and one is a little bit uh, beginning to be out of control goal. So um, that's important. And I, I want to say that time in these goals exists on some levels. The stillness that we're talking about is an expression of this moment, which never, ever, ever goes away. It is always this moment, and our direct experience is always with this moment. And time is a concept. Time is where sort of thought comes in, and we start to imagine a future. We remember the past, and that on the level of existence, that we have to deal in sort of that preparatory thinking mode occasionally, and you know, move toward goals. We can do that by being still. We can actually plan from a place of stillness. We can actually perform in a place of stillness. And I'll describe a little bit more about that as we go. But um, I, I really wanted to point out that the practicality of life still exists. Time exists on some levels, right? That It is always now. There really isn't time. But wait, there is. So that paradox exists. I will be giving a talk called Does Time Exist or something like that soon. So certainly stay tuned for that for a deeper delve into a discussion of time and whatnot. But um, it exists in the practical parts of life, and we need to deal with it. So that's why goals are okay. That's why sane goals are, are okay. And that's why we can talk about accomplishment uh, through stillness. So what is excellence? Uh, if I went to the dictionary and I looked up excellence, it is the state or quality or condition of ex it is superiority. If I look up Excel or to Excel, it is to do better than or to surpass, to show superiority, surpass others. These verbs mean to be good or go beyond a limit or standard. To Excel is to be preeminent or to be at a level higher than another or others. Well, this this seems to be talking about superiority, and, and that's fantastic, and, you know, that may or may not be our goal. But I think when we say excellence, we mean that we want to do things really well, that we want to uh, be good at what we do. It's not much fun to go try and do things and not be good at them. Uh, that does go toward learning and things like that, and failure is a big part of life and is fantastic in a lot of ways. But for the most part, we li like to lead good lives, uh, excellent lives if we could. So what does that mean? How do we do that? Um, I, I want to mention that, you know, our exterior, the things that go on in our world around us and how we live our life is a reflection of our interior. You know, how peaceful we are on the inside or how happy we are on the inside sort of begins to reflect itself outwardly. Um, I know in my life I've sort of naturally begun to eat differently because of some of these uh, changes that have occurred. 
and I'm becoming more organized and, uh, you know, I'm whatever, cleaner. Uh, my performance at certain tasks is, um, you know, better in a lot of ways because I know how to bring uh, a focus and an attention to things. So let's talk about what sports figures discuss often when they're talking about their best games or whatever. They often call it the zone. And I know a lot of people talk about this and discuss, you know, what the zone is and all that. Um, what the zone is is a focus on it's a focus on the process and not the goal. It's when we're really, really lost in what we're doing and we're, you know, completely absorbed, completely full attention wise on what we're doing. So it is the focus on the process of what we're doing, the immediacy or the moment, the nowness of what we're doing, rather than a goal. You know, imagine an outfielder that's trying to catch a ball, and before he's catching it, all he's saying is, don't drop the ball, don't drop the ball, don't drop the ball. You know, that's going to mess him up in a lot of ways. It's, it's you know, predetermining failure. Uh, it's not allowing his entire brain to do what he's doing. Um, that's a really important point. When we're still and we bring our total attention to what we're doing, uh, our entire brain and being is involved in you know, and dedicated to what we're trying to accomplish. Um, whether that's sports or chores or a conversation, we perform better when we're present and not distracted. We perform better when we do that. So how do we learn to do that? It's the practice of being aware. It's the practice of being um, aware of what our mind is doing when we're trying to accomplish these things. Our exterior is a reflection of our interior. That's really important. Learning about the zone is learning about this moment and being aware of the process of what we're doing. And, uh, you know, when we're still, our entire brain is, is focused on what we're trying to uh, do in that moment. So you may be sitting there wondering, did I catch that right? Did he say not to focus on the goal is the way that we get to the goal in a better way? Um, that is what I said. And that's a subtlety that I'm not sure I captured well enough. But... Um, you know, if we're about to go give a public speech and all we're thinking about is how we're being perceived and all these things externally rather than the content of what we're trying to convey, those are two very different states of mind. And one performs well and one does not perform well. If we are, uh, you know, trying to swim a race and we're thinking about the time to beat rather than actually pulling each arm through, one performs better than the other. So, Dropping what we're trying to accomplish, you know, if we're trying to go out and play a softball game with the guys after work, if we're worried about winning and we're worried about all these things, that worry is a distraction. If we go out and just have fun and do the best we can and pay attention to our breath and watch the fly ball as it comes to us and throw as hard as we can and with all our attention and focus, that is the goal. Um, that process becomes the goal. And through that, afterwards, you'll sort of wake up to oh, wow, we performed really well. Who knew? Look at that. You know, um, it, went, it went perfectly, just enjoying and just being there. And whatever the outcome at that point is really lovely, and it's a beautiful expression of being. So um, I just wanted to reiterate that. I think that's an important point. So bringing presence to uh, tasks that we have to do or things that we need to accomplish through. I want to begin this by describing something that I did this weekend, which is bringing all my plants down to my kitchen and giving them some water and putting them under lights and not turning the lights off. They, it's winter now, and they've not had the best light, and a lot of them were looking sort of sad. So 
I gave him a, a day to be under lights and get nice water and just be all together. And I came down this morning, and I had the most beautiful moment. My cat is, you know, cuddling up to me, and I'm sitting among all these plants that are all on this one table together. And they were just alive and vibrant and so happy to be there, right? And I realized that that state of presence, that me just being there with my plants and my cat, that this feeling of joy starts to come up, right? And so that's me in the world, not meaning specifically to practice meditation or do anything like that, but I start to get this feeling of joy. And I'm sure that all of us, whether we know what it is or not, have those moments. We see a rainbow or a sunset or a flower or something that sort of peeks into the divine, and we sit and we say, man, I'm really happy. Man, I'm really still in that. Uh, I want to point out a couple things from that feeling. One is that that's lovely and that that is my goal. I am not, money can't touch that feeling. Money can't accomplish that feeling for me. And in fact, accomplishment and accolades and distinctions that I may receive throughout my life will never touch that feeling of happiness and that feeling of presence. So it's important to know what we'd like to achieve and who we'd like to be as people. Uh, The expression of those beautiful moments is who I'd like to be. And I happen to know it's who you'd like to be, too. I I, I want you to realize that, and I'm sure you do. But, you know, if you're listening along this far, I'm, I'm very sure you do. But it's important that we come become really clear to, okay, that's what I'd like to uh, accomplish. The next thing is, is let's talk about how to bring stillness into motion. Let's say that I have to water those plants, which is obviously a very simple task. It's not very tough. Um, but can I take that sort of really warm, wonderful feeling of just seeing this beauty and being with my plants and not wanting to be anywhere else in the world to you know, grabbing a a pitcher, filling it with water and maybe some plant vitamins and, and, and pouring them in the plants. You know, that's the beginning of learning to bring presence to this. So, you know, uh, I can tell you that, yes, you can do that, that. That's the whole point, that sitting there and realizing, hey, they could use more water now, but I don't want to lose this feeling. I'm going to take a step. I'm going to move over here and do this water, and I'm going to begin to accomplish on a very simple level watering my plants and being with my plants and keep that feeling of joy keep that feeling of beauty and understanding not get busy like i'm trying to finish the plants i gotta get done this to get to the next thing it's not that and if this sounds familiar it's very much like my be where you are talk but you know that's the beginning of bringing stillness to accomplishment And, um, you know, that's the beginning of learning this task out in the world, whether you uh, practice meditation or not. That's uh, something we can all learn. So people out there are saying, you know, that's great. I'm learning about stillness, and I think I know what you mean, whether I'm practicing meditation or not. Uh, I I get the plant thing, kind of. I understand that beauty, and I know that joy, and I know what you're talking about. How do I hold on to that? I mean, I have a job where people yell at me, and I have to do all these things, and everyone needs my attention. My mind is busy. There's no way. There's no way I can hold on to that state, you know, through that. Right? Right, Rob? What's going on with that? Um, I'm here to tell you that, yes, either by leaps and bounds or by learning very slowly, we can absolutely learn to, to bring stillness to those moments. And in the beginning, that may look like, you know, kind of recovering. If you just got yelled at by your boss, you may go somewhere and spend a couple of seconds with your breath and just recenter. But that awareness to what you're doing and what's beautiful in the situation and the fact that, 
you know, the carpet under your feet feels good and all these things, that is still available to you, even in a left brain world. Uh, I, I like to quote Eckhart Tolle when I when he was asked, you know, I have a very left brain job. What do I do? Um, you know, one of one of the people at one of his talks asked him that and he basically sat and thought about it for just a second and then he said, Well, I used to have a very left brain job and what I did was I left it. And I thought that was very funny. And when he said that, everybody laughed. And it may not sound quite as funny now out of context, but it's a big point. He he saw that it wasn't important to remain in the left brain job. It was much more important to cultivate this stillness. And while I'm not at all disagreeing with him, I think that we can't all just leave our left brain jobs. That, that won't work. And I think he knows that too. Um, so rather than leave it and 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 do that how and you may need to leave it it might that might come down the road but uh before that you can certainly begin to bring presence to your job and to your uh enjoyment if you go work out you can bring it there if you like to run you can bring it there if you have a bowling league you can bring it there if you play pool you can bring it there it's fantastic for golf um it's fantastic for a lot of activities and um, it's certainly fantastic for conversations if you can learn to listen to people and stay present to what you're feeling and what's going on while you're listening fully rather than thinking about the next thing to say you actually listen and pay attention that's being still in that moment that's what stillness in motion is so uh, it's pretty important that we learn that stuff so to wrap up, uh, stillness in motion really is the goal. That's what we're trying to accomplish with all this so that we can live lives that this sort of stillness and understanding and awareness affects throughout so that we're really awake, that we really wake up, not just in behind closed doors and in certain times, but all the time that we really wake up. So since it is the goal, it better allow for goals to be, right? It doesn't make any sense without that. Um, this will be when we truly start to live differently, when we can start to bring this out into the world. And um, as a side bonus, this will also be when we're performing at our peak levels um, in everything that we do. So that's my talk for today. I really appreciate everybody who's listening. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day and be really, really kind to one another, uh, especially yourself. Bye. Can you hear me now?